0: It's time. We are on the rise. You've been cleared for takeoff. It's time to ascend to New heights. Uh, John chapter number 8. John chapter 8. Y'all say, y'all looking at me like, well, you're going to be in here by yourself. Uh, <laughs> Boss, he said he hot, he tired. Amen. Okay, I don't have no life fans in here. Amen. John chapter 8, if you're joining us on social media, welcome. Welcome in this morning uh, to the Word. If you are uh, in uh, the hybrid assembly uh, in our Zoom platform, thank you for being here we love you we appreciate you uh even on this morning john chapter number eight we're going to rendezvous at verse number 31 uh john chapter eight We're we'll rendezvous at verse number 31 and we'll divorce the text at verse number 36 everybody say 31 everybody say 36 amen 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 john chapter number eight if you have it go ahead and say i got it if you can't find it Say, Lord, help me. Amen. We ask you to stand in the honor of reading uh, God's word. John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Verse 31. The Bible says this. So Jesus was saying to those Jews. Who had believed in him. If you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say, somebody say you say you will become free. Jesus answered them. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. Now, therefore, excuse me, now the slave, excuse me, does not remain in the house forever, but the son does remain forever. So if the son sets you free, You really will be free. He says, I'm going to read verse 34 through 36 again. Emphatically, he says, Jesus answered answered them. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits a sin is a slave. Now, the slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son does. So if the son sets you free, you are really free. If that's in your Bible, say amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We call on you this hour for there's no other help that we know. We call on you right now, God, because you're worthy of our praise. We know, God, that you love us too much. That you will never hurt us and you're so wise, God, that you will never do us wrong. Now we come before you in humble submission to your will and to your way. Father, realizing that you touched our eyelids one more time. You touched our eyelids one more time and, Father, you allowed us to wake up one more day. God, we just thank you. We just thank you for Another day's journey. We're glad about it. God, we pause now to pray for this, your servant. We ask you now to empty me of myself and fill me with your spirit. That at the end of this, I will be careful to give you all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. Open up now my mouth and my mouth and show forth thy eternal praise without adding to or taking from that riches written in Holy Scripture. Quicken us now in your word that we may be able to leave out of this place better than when we entered in. For God, we love you so much. We love you so much that words could never articulate it. And our actions could never replicate it. Father, we action now to quicken us, make us better, creating us a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within us. It's in Jesus' holy name that we pray. Let all of my father's children shout and exclaim, amen. Amen. And amen. Turn to your neighbor before you take your seat and say neighbor. Oh, y'all don't like it. Y'all don't like it. Y'all don't like that. I know it's hot. But say neighbor, you are free because he said so. Amen. 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 Be seated in the presence of a living and a loving God. July 4th 1776 President Abraham Lincoln signed or it came into congress rather the became the birthday of what we call the birthday of our country Now you and I both know that there are some things that just don't sit don't sit right with us. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll get it it one day. But the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by President Abraham Lincoln on January 1st, 1863. But in Congress on July 4th, 1776, this country was deemed as the land of the free and the home of the brave. Although we realize that some folk were in the land of the free and existed in the land of the free, they still were not free. And so then in 1863, President Abe Lincoln he signed that emancipation proclamation to abolish what this country was supposed to know as slavery. Y'all all right. And some of some of the uh, emancipation proclamation reached to some of those who needed to know it. But still to a large number of people, Tina, they still had no knowledge that they were free but the declaration of independence dating back to July 4th, 1776, uh, it says that, that, uh, that, that we hold these truths to be self evident. Amen. We, we hold these truths to be self evident that, that we, as a people, as a nation, we are now, uh, free. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are watching created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain undeniable and unalienable rights. I can't say that word. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Beloved, because the declaration of independence was penned way back then some folk still weren't free i'm going back and reiterating that point because i need to drive this point home we hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their Creator with the certain unalienable rights. I said it right that time. That among all these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Do I need to read it again? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their Creator. Somebody say Creator with certain unalienable alienable rights that are among these, the life liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So why then beloved was we, we we declared a free people. We were declared a a free country, but then moving forward throughout history, a whole heap of time has passed. And now we needed an emancipation proclamation another writing another law that be that will be signed into place that says free my people the same people that were created by their creator all equal with the pursuit of right of the pursuit of happiness with life uh, and 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 with liberty so beloved as we began to to get into this series on this We're going to launch our new series and I want to to use where we are as a nation, because as we look around where we are as a people in the United States of America, it seems like every time we we say the Pledge of Allegiance or every time we even say where we are from the United States of America, it seems like we are telling a story. It feels like we're telling a lie because these states are not united. They are divided. Now y'all come close because I'm about to, I'm about to come down somebody's street on this morning. How is it that we can say that we live in a United States of America, but yet all of our states are divided? And then we say we serve a, a God, the same God who created all men equal. But even in the church of our dear Lord, we are still divided amongst religious ranks. Oh, we hold these truths to be self-evident, but there's no evidence amongst ourselves that we are indeed free. Because if we were all free, we would have all the same things in common. We would have life, we would have liberty, and we would have the pursuit of happiness, so beloved, as we launch into our series for uh, this month, I want to talk to you from the subject and our first installment will be our series uh, of entitled free-ish, free-ish, free-ish. Turn to your neighbor and say, we're free-ish. I turn to somebody else and say, we're free-ish. Amen. man. It's one thing to be free. And it's one thing to know that you're free. Did y'all hear what I just said? It's one thing to know that you, are it's one thing to be free, but it's another thing to actually know that you're free. Why do I, why do I, why do I put it this way? Because. Beloved, it seems that sometimes we don't even know that we're free. When the when the Declaration of Independence, excuse me, when the Emancipation of Proclamation was signed by President Abraham Lincoln on January first, eighteen sixty-three, it wasn't until eighteen sixty-five, or June nineteenth of eighteen sixty-five, that 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 a certain group of people uh, over in Texas, y'all know where I'm going, uh, we call this Juneteenth. It was it was all uh, over over a uh, uh, two and a half years before everybody knew that we were free. And so what happens is, beloved, when 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 we are free but we don't know and we have knowledge that we're free, what tends to happen, child of God, and and children of God is that is that we begin to or uh, we continue to walk around like business as usual. We continue to walk around being enslaved to our master. When we don't know that we've been set free, we continue to operate as a slave. I'm going to say it again. When we don't know that we've been set free, we continue to operate as a slave. When we don't know we've been set free, we continue to operate as a slave. And so here is in our text, of John, chapter, John chapter eight, the Bible is talking to us and the Bible gives us a clear picture of what true emancipation looks like or what true freedom actually look like and so beloved I want to surrender to your spirit this morning that sometimes even in the body of Christ we know that we are free but we live as we are free ish we, we add a little ish on the end of it because we live in a free type society not living in a society of freedom. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men were created equal uh, by their creator for these commonalities, for these common truths, uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, Beloved, I came to tell you, surrender to your spirit decree and to declare that when we became a member of the body of Jesus Christ, uh, we became emancipated. So why is it that most of us from time to time still live in fear? We still live in fear that we are not yet saved. We still live in fear that, that, that we aren't, we aren't fully, we haven't fully yet graduated to God's grace. I want to help us this morning and this month to to really become liberated in the body of Christ, because I don't want us to leave out of of July uh, of 2023. Y'all, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but we are in the second half of this year now. The whole first half of this year has gone by and, and some of us, not all, but some of us are in the same state that we were in January 1st, 2023. And so how is it that time is moving and yet we're standing still? Time keeps on racing by and yet we keep sitting stagnant, uh, stuck and stupid. Say, man, I say, ouch, uh, How how is it that 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 the Lord has set us free and he's given us is like South the South old Southwest commercial. Uh, the Lord has hit the thing. You are now free to move about as you please. But I came to tell somebody that until we know what we know, what we know, we're going to always act like we know nothing. That was a whole word right there. And y'all didn't say nothing. Until we act like we know what we know, we will always act like we know nothing. So Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's talking to his disciples. And we know in John 8, there's a, a, a lot of things that take place a lot. Power is in this text a lot of uh, of 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 meat is in this text because we really see the power of God at work. We really see how God is moving and God is blessing us in uh, in our lives. We we understand that if God was doing it for us back then, then God can do it for us again today, beloved. In this particular book, John. Chapter 8, the Bible continues the accounts of Jesus in his dealing with the Pharisees. The Pharisees wanted to question every single thing that Jesus was doing, the Pharisees wanted to question the very motives of Jesus. They wanted to question his rule and question his authority. And so as we see the onset of John chapter eight, we see that John records that Jesus has set us free. And that if Jesus has set us free, we no longer have to worry about being in bondage. When we get into the light of this 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 word and 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 the meat of this text, y'all remember how how this story begins to take off. Jesus meets this woman, uh, who was caught in adultery y'all remember this Jesus he he meets this woman uh, who was caught in adultery because the Bible says in verse number uh, 3 that the scribes and the Pharisees they, they brought a woman caught in the very act of adultery and placed her in the center of the courtyard and they said to Jesus teacher this woman has been caught in the very act of committing adultery now the law of Moses commanded us to stone such a Woman, what do you then say? Jesus begins to tell them. Y'all know this story. He who was without sin, water cast that first stone? What I, what I'm trying to tell you is D- Jesus is setting the tone uh, and the parameters uh, in this pericope to let us know that He has come to set the captives free. The, the law demands that this 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 woman be stoned to death. The law demands uh, that she be put to shame, that she be put to death. But I came to decree and to declare that Jesus was not going for this. He said, "He who is without sin, you ought to cast the first stone." And so, the Bible tells us that they they left. They dropped their stones and they went to the house. Uh, They dropped their stones and they went on home. And then we get down further in the text and and, and we see where Jesus is, is, is talking about this light business. I am the light of the world. And whoever walks in me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. But then the Pharisees—I'm in verse number thirteen. So then the Pharisees said to them, "You are testifying about yourself. Your testimony is not true." Jesus answered and said to them, "Even if I testify about myself, my testimony is true, because I know where I came from. Can I give somebody a shout in their spirit on this morning that you ought to be free, beloved? Because because you know where you came from. Jesus said I may be testifying about myself. But I'm testifying about myself because I know who I belong to. And where I came from. Can anybody know where you came from? You you might feel as if you're stuck. But you're free. You may feel like God isn't hearing your prayers. But you are free. You may feel like you still need to repent some more and you still need some confession in your life, but you, child of God, are free. And you're no longer free ish. Jesus says, You might not believe it, but my testimony is true. And Jesus says in verse. Uh, verse number 18, I am he who testifies about myself and neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple area and no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. When you know who you are and you know where you're from, you walk around with protection. Did y'all hear what I just said? When you know who you are and where you come from and who, know who you belong to, beloved, you walk around with protection. Jesus was able to testify and, and, and tell the people, uh, uh, the scribes and the Pharisees that I am the one. I am the one who, who, who you've been waiting on. I am the Messiah. I am the one that has been sent by God. And no one arrested him because God's hand was upon him and his hour had not yet come that he was going to be crucified for our sins but jesus is saying that right now we, you all are still in bound and enslaved under the law but i'm coming to make you free from this law drop down to verse number 21 He said to them again, I am going away and you will look for me and and will die in your sins. And where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews were answering or saying, surely he will not kill himself. Will uh, Will he since he says where I am going, you cannot come? They're trying to reason with human eyes, not understanding that Jesus is saying, I am going to die because you're going to kill me. It is by your testimony and by your words and by your disbelief that you will crucify me. Child of God, sometimes it is by our words. It is by our disbelief that we crucify him anew. Can I can I surrender? Can I tell you? Can I tell you, children of God, that that we have to be careful of the doubts that we place. Watch it on the freedom that God gives. In this preliminary word of our series this morning, I want to jump into. I want to jump into uh, this particular part of the scriptures to let us know that Jesus has been setting this thing up long before he was ever born. He says, I, I'm in verse number 25. Then they, then they were saying to him, who are you? I'm in John chapter eight, verse 25. Uh, Vito, um, I'm John chapter eight, verse number 25. Y'all work with me back there. Uh, and y'all kind of quiet on the comms, please. Um, especially Chris, um, verse 25. Then they were saying to him, who are you? Jesus said to them, what have I ever been saying? What have I been saying to you? What have I even been saying to you from the beginning? I have many things to say and to judge regarding you, but he who sent me is true. And the things which I heard from him, these I say to the world, they did not realize that he was speaking to them about the father. So Jesus said, when you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am and I do nothing on my own. But I say these things as the father instructed me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And he said to these things, uh, many came and as, as he said these things, many came to believe in him. Now watch this. Jesus is saying here, Tina, that that as 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 I move about. I'm, I'm making some bold statements. I'm telling you some things that you might not even understand yet. and I'm telling you some things that you may not even understand yet. But what I need you to understand, I need you to realize is that I do nothing by my own will or my own hand. I do nothing by my own will or my own hand. Everything that I do, I do it because God has sent me to do it. And the one that I'm speaking about is my father. Y'all are unsure about our relationship right now because you just haven't grasped the fact. What I'm telling you is that I came to set you free. So here we get to our text this morning in verse number 31. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to cruise through this this morning and we're going to really dive into a lot of this carefully in the weeks ahead. But in John in John 31, John 8:31, So Jesus was saying to those Jews, who had believed in him. Now watch what the text says in in verse number 30. He says, and he said these things as he said, these things, many came to believe him. Many came to believe him. And so then he was telling them in verse 31. So, so, so he says, if, if you believed in me, continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples. If you believe these things, then you truly are my disciples. If you don't, you aren't. The Jews were not ready to accept the fact that Jesus had come to free them. The law demands that we would die. The law demands that we were enslaved to sin. And so beloved, and I'm going to get into this preferably on next Lord's day. We, when we look at the beginning of the church, even the beginning of the church, there were some things that they realized now who they were, but they still didn't know how to be free. Did y'all hear what I just said? We, even when the church was established and we're going to look at this, when the church was established, some didn't even know how to be free. And so it was just like when the the, uh, when, when blacks were emancipated, some folk didn't know how to be free, because all I know is how to obey my master. Now. I want to deal. With the business of freedom. Freedom is a compound word. Freedom is a compound word at the beginning and the prefix of this word comes from a German word "frei." it comes from a German word "frei," and, and 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 this 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 German word f R E I this German word uh, the root of this means watch it love it, it, it means love but also this same root word is is derived into the same word that we use for friends. So when we are free, we are from we are we are now underneath the uh, the the constraints of, of oppression and we are now liberated to love and to love other people watch it Jesus says the first commandment is like that unto the second or the second is like that unto the first that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart your mind and your soul and the second commandment is like that unto the first that you love your neighbor and yourself Jesus says watch the text he says now he says in verse number 32 he says and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free greater love have no man than this than that which will lay down his life for his friend I came to tell somebody that you cannot have freedom unless you have love You can't have love if you don't have nobody to give love to. Ah. But we walk around free-ish because we don't want to love nobody and we don't want to, come, y'all come close we we don't want to love anybody and we don't want friends uh, we, we walk around singing no new friends, no new friends but I came to tell you that if you don't want new friends uh, out of the love uh, that you have uh, for the souls of man uh, then you are not really walking in your freedom uh, that God has delivered us unto I'm preaching better than you shouting right through here what, what, what Paul tells us even in Romans in his letter to the church at Rome he said for the all have sinned and come short of the glory of God he says now for the wages of sin is death y'all remember what he said in Romans chapter 8 he says that, that, that I, even when I want to do good I always end up doing that what I I don't want to do. Romans chapter seven, Romans chapter eight. He's talking about how he 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 he's rocking and and rowing and wrestling with himself because there's a there's a a a, a thing happening in his spirit and there's a thing happening in his flesh. He's trying to get free. But what happens, beloved, when the very thing that you need freedom from keeps pulling you back in. The thing that you need freedom from keeps pulling you back in. Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. This truth shall liberate you He says, because I will be killed, I will be killed so that you can live. He says, I will be killed so that you can live. Then they start questioning him again because they don't understand. Well, what do you mean, Jesus? Verse 33, they answered him. We are Abraham's descendants and we have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say we will become free? Can can I tell you, some of us are so ignorant to the fact that sin controls us. Did y'all hear what I just said? A lot of us are so ignorant to the fact that sin still controls us. We still walking around talking about no, I, I, I've been born again, but just like they were saying. We are Abraham's descendants. We are free. God promised Abraham a new land, a land flowing of milk and honey. He delivered my people from under slavery. We used to be enslaved down in Egypt, but we're not anymore. We're free. God set us free. And we are Abraham's descendants. So if we're Abraham's descendants, what are you talking about, man? Jesus answered verse 34 and said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. Everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. Now, the slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son does remain Y'all, this is the gospel right here. This is the gospel right here. This is the gospel right here. He's saying, Y'all watch me. He's saying, Those who sin, those who sin are a slave to it. Those who sin are a slave to it. Y'all got it? Those who sin are a slave to it. And the slave does not remain in the house forever. A slave comes. To do their deed and then they're gone. Oh y'all watch me. The sea the slave comes to do their and then they're gone y'all know how sin is sin comes you do the deed and then you go I I came to tell you that that as a sinner as a a slave to sin I no longer remain in the house when I come and do and perform whatever sin I perform then I leave out of the house but the son remains in the house and what Jesus is saying is you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free you are not a son right now but right now you are a slave but when you are born again you are no longer free is but who the sons set free is free indeed what Jesus is telling his disciples you will no longer be a slave that even when you sin God does not see your sin because you are now covered in the house. You are now a son and daughter of God. And so, if I'm in the house because I'm a son, y'all come here church folk. Y'all come here church of Christ because we like to teach folk that every time you sin, you back out. Oh, I'm about to step on somebody's toes. I, I hope I hit your heart, though. Uh, uh, we like every time you sin, you out. And then when you repent and you confess, you're back in. Oh, God, I, I feel my help coming right here, Holy Spirit. When when, when, when we sin fairly, we are kicked out the house. And when we repent and confess, God opens the door back. But the Son of God said, who he sets free is free indeed the Bible tells me that Paul said it this way that there is now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus that means that when I sin God forgives me of my sin because I will never be perfect enough, I will never be good enough to go throughout this life and not sin. So many times we walk around playing the hokey pokey because today we didn't see and so we back in but tomorrow we sin and we back out. You put your left foot in you take your left foot. Y'all ain't going to pray with me. You take your left foot out. And you do the hokey pokey. And you and you turn yourself around. That's repentance. Uh, and that's what it's all about. But I, I came to decree and to declare. You are not free. Ish, you are free indeed. Amen. Yes, sir. And that's why. I continually search my heart. I continually to 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 deal with my sin problem because I never want to take God take God's grace for granted. I don't sin because I have grace. I sin because I'm a sinner by nature. Amen. Y'all watch me. I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to learn you something. Uh uh uh, uh um I don't sin because I have grace. I sin because that's my nature as a human being. And so what we what we what we what we teach and what we contextualize is is that is that repentance, y'all watch me, repentance, we teach repentance as a one time thing. Oh, y'all not going to like this word this morning. We, we we teach repentance as if it's a one-time thing. I'm talking heavy right through here. We, we we. oh, okay, I sin today. God, forgive me of that sin and, and let me turn around and walk away from that sin and go in the, the opposite direction. No, I'm not walking away from the sin. I'm walking through the sin. I'm walking through the sin. When I turn around and I go the other direction, what happens when that sin comes back in my path? We teach repentance as it's this one time thing. So every sin we repent of it and we turn around and go in a different direction. Repentance is a continual thing. Say amen when you can. Repentance is is a continu. I'm, I'm gonna prove that to you next Lord's Day. Prayerfully. It's a continuous thing. That means I don't stop moving forward. I don't turn around and go backwards. I keep pushing forward. Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize. I keep bone pushing. I keep on pushing. I keep bone plowing because he has set me free. Y'all watch the text. I'm through but I ain't finished. He says watch this. He says back in verse 34 Jesus answered him and he says that the slave not remain in the house forever, but the son does. I'm gonna say it again because y'all missed your shout. The slave doesn't stay in the house forever, but the son does. How many can this morning testify? How many this morning can lay hands on yourself? How many this morning can decree and declare that you are a son and daughter of Jesus Christ? And if I declare and decree that I am a son of Jesus Christ, then I am in the house. So if I'm in the house, I'm in the house. And so they said to him. He says in verse 36, so, so if the son sets you free, you are freely, you are really free. You really will be free. You are indeed. And I know that you are Abraham's descendants. I'm almost through yet. You are seeking to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak of the things which I have seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you have heard from your father. Can I, can I tell you, we got to stop being so, 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 so judgmental. Because some folk are doing what they only know. Can y'all say amen? Some people are only doing what they know. Jesus said, listen, I I, I understand. I get it. Because you don't understand you are only doing I've done. I'm doing what I've seen my father do. You're doing what you've heard yours do. Has anybody ever seen people who say do as I do or do as I say, not as I do. Jesus is destroying that theology right now. Don't don't do as I say, do as I do. He says, "If I'm in the house and you're in me, I never leave out the house." So, who he sets free is free indeed. I speak of the things which I've seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you have heard from your father. Watch this. Then answered he. Then, then they answered. And said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if Abraham, if you are Abraham's children, do the deeds of Abraham. But as as but as it is, you are seeking to kill me a man who has told you the truth, which I have heard from God. This Abraham did not do. You are doing the deeds of your father. They said to him, we were not born as a result of sexual immorality. We have one father that's God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, then you would love me. For I came forth from God and I am here. For I have not even come on my own, but he sent me. That's all. That's where I'm going to stop at this morning. I just need to set the premise that you are free and not free ish. You are free and not free-ish. Jesus came to emancipate us. And beloved, don't let, when you start your journey with Christ, don't let two and a half years go by with you being free and you not knowing that you're free. Because that's what happened between uh, the Emancipation Proclamation and Juneteenth is that slaves were free, but they were still living enslaved. Say amen when you can. If you don't know that you're free this morning, then you need to be asking for prayer right now for God to reveal in your heart that you are free and that you are forever in the house. If you have not yet come to name the name Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to believe that he is the son of God. You need to believe that he came and that he was buried for your sins, that he was crucified for your sins. He was buried and rose again the third day. You need to believe that, repent of your sins, confess that he is the son of the living God and be buried with him in baptism. And then you, my father's children, can be forever in the house. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Are you here this morning and you have the needs that the church can address? You have a need of the church. It's prayer time. Will you be coming to him right now as we begin to be in the attitude of prayer? It's the altar call. He set me free and there's nothing that anybody can do to change. It. Come on, let's Let's come to Jesus right now. Let's come to Jesus right now. Come on, it's prayer time. It's prayer time. If anybody asks you, oh, just who I am. You tell them them, "I, I am
1: redeemed.
0: You tell them I, I am redeemed.
1: He has changed my whole life. Oh, Lord, if anybody, anybody asks you, Lord, just who, just who I am, I'll always tell. Them. I'll tell them I am, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Oh, I am redeemed. And Lord, I am born. with I'm bought with a price I know That Jesus He has Changed my Whole life Oh Lord If anybody Anybody Asked you Lord Just who Just who I am Lord to them, I'll tell them I am, I am redeemed, I am redeemed. I am Come on, it's pre-teen. It's pre time. All with a because by Jesus, He has changed. changed. Bye.
0: change the dynamic of our entire lives and father we will forever praise you because we're forever in the house God we love you more than words could ever announce God we love you never realizing father we can repay you for all that you've done but we speak now with authority over sin and death because we know who we are and where we've come from. God, we ask you now to bless someone who is dealing with sin in their life. Oh, Father, who you have set free is free indeed. God, we pray right now for for healing for someone who's dealing with with some type of affliction and, and sickness, pain, and woe. We pray for freedom of of addictions and strongholds right now, we declare and we decree it right now that it be so in Jesus' name. For we trust in you and your power to save. God, we love you. We ask that, Father, you will forever hide us under the shadow of your wings. Father, we pray for those right now who have not yet named the name Jesus. those have, have not yet come to their salvation experience we pray that you will work on their hearts today father open up their spirit father to receive your engrafted word which is able to save their soul father we will when you do these things we'll be always careful to give you the glory honor and praise father we thank you for your word on today now hide it deep within our spirit that the enemy may not distract us or take us from your will and your way for our lives go with us this week and forever keep us in the hollow of your hand. now may we have sweet communion with the holy spirit hence now and forevermore will you be our god and we will be your people Say in Jesus name mm-hmm. let my father's children say amen mm-hmm. come on let's worship you him right here at this place
1: the axiom, oh, I'll always tell you tell them my
0: Maybe one
1: more time ooh, ooh, ooh. Come on, let's worship in this moment Jesus Has changed My whole life If anybody Who I am I'll tell them that I am
0: redeemed. stand to your feet stand to your feet come on y'all give the Lord a hand clap of praise amen. give the Lord a hand clap of praise stand to your feet let the church say amen Say, agree with God, move with God, and with God, and never deny God access to your life. Uh, that was her practice. Agree with God, move with God, and with God, and never deny God access to your life. Go ahead and lift that hand right where you are. We now commend you to God into the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Now, may God make you fast enough that the enemy cannot catch you, strong enough to overcome anything, patient enough to wait on him, wise enough to not fall for everything. And through the grace of God, may he elevate you to new high. in Jesus name. Amen amen and amen we'll see you back here next week same time same place same grace in the same space this has been the new heights live worship experience we'll see you back here next week same time same place same grace in this same space have a great week peace